0: The following is a live, copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com.
3: I told you to tighten your belt. We're back, all three of us, uh, with our illustrious producer, Cal Hunter, those of you from WTJS 93.1 FM, Jackson, Tennessee, do not know that Cal Hunter is a three-time Emmy Award nominee but never a winner. And I just would like to let you know that if you in Tennessee, Jackson, Tennessee, could please help. Cal Hunter wins something. We would really appreciate it.
0: We don't care what it is. I we won just Loser to of something. the Year Award. That was pretty good. What did you win? I won the Loser of the Year Award. What's the Loser of the Year? Okay. No. Did your wife give that to you or someone else? Pretty much, yeah. Every anniversary. <laughs> 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 the grandkids are all in it. The kids. Grandpa, Loser
3: of Big the Big ceremony. Year. <laughs> they feed you like a rotten chicken or something. Yes,
0: exactly. Um, salmonella. Something with salmonella. It is a if you
3: want to still <laughs> hang out with us, 855-LAW-RADIO, again, 855-529-7234. I just, we I, have a lot of fun here.
4: I just read today that uh, apple seeds are poisonous, but uh, they, they once they go through digestion, they, they can turn to arsenic. In the digestive tract, oh, yeah. but they said, but it would take like 200 apple seeds to oh. have an effect on a human being. <laughs> Cows what are we having tonight? Uh, apple seed pie. <laughs> We've done it <enough> up here. <laughs> uh, Only the best. For by you, the honey. way,
3: you know, what? I I did get a note from one of our uh, owners of one of the stations that we're on that we always say we are nine to noon live Pacific time. But I guess central time or central or is it Eastern Eastern. Time? Eastern but Eastern well no, say what it be noon to so three, three eastern, noon eastern time, right? Eastern, eastern. Yeah. and eleven to no and and yeah, eleven, 11, to, 11 two to 2 would be central time. Mm-hmm. So Correct. so those of you remember we, it's not just nine to twelve, it's but with, with the
0: smartest listeners in radio, we know radio Law talk people can calculate their own time zone.
1: Well I'm helping Well they just <laughs> need to use their world clock on their phone. There All I gotta go, say right? is we're
0: live nine <laughs> to noon. <laughs> 10 to 1, <laughs> or,
3: <laughs> or uh, let's see what else. Uh, 11 to. Noon to 3. Noon to 3.
0: I remember when Easter. I was a booth announcer for a television mm-hmm. station, we always had so to say 11, uh, yeah, 11 to noon, uh, You know, 8 eight to 2. You know, I, We always had to adjust the time, and I thought, stop that. Come on, man. People are not stupid. They well, can figure not, it out. Well, we're
3: not smart enough to figure that out. That's the problem. You know
0: what would be really confusing? If we did it military time. Oh. See, that's confusing. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> right. Well, join us wherever. you we're Just listen to us. Uh, We are on all social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Just type in Radio Law Talk. You can search Radio Law Talk, and we're everywhere. I mean, we pop up on the Internet, everything. So uh, we're going to do a case or no case this hour. We're also going to do what happened. We're going to go over the lawsuits about uh, COVID-19 tests, what happens if you're a college student and you, quote, break the rules and you get kicked out of school. I did not know that some colleges, not a lot, because I know a lot of college students, that if you break the, quote, rules of COVID-19, they can kick you out of school. And there is lawsuits about that going on right now. And we're going to discuss that uh, and, and the legalities of it. That's kind of interesting. I, let me tell you, they'd be kicking out every college student in the world because college students, I am telling you, there are some that are following it. Don't get me wrong. But, oh, my gosh, you know there are parties going on, things happening at college. Without masks and not social distancing. There, there was a even
0: a high school prom, yeah. non-mask prom in Missouri just this last weekend. That was okay. like a big deal. They're trying to kick everybody out of the high school. Because yeah. And did, so didn't yeah. didn't Governor
3: Newsom apologize because he got together with a bunch of people? Uh, a birthday party. To, yeah, yeah, birthday party, and yet uh, he's going to shut us all down. That's kind of interesting. Uh, uh, what happens? Okay, we got Astros law, Astros lawsuit, Astros lawsuit, the ghost ship fire lawsuit. What is that? We're going to tell you about that. Uh, uh, San Francisco Giants Stadium is being sued. We're going to talk about Avenatti. And, and, and there's a lot more we're going to do, including our favorite thing at all times is Case or No Case
0: Cal. Now Oregon. it's time to play Case or No Case. All right. Here we go. Fifty years ago, something really weird happened, the after effects of which still echo in the great state of Oregon history. Yes. November 12, 1970, Oregon ABC television affiliate KATU decided to send a reporter to an unusual event. A big whale had beached, and the state decided to blow the whale to smithereens with bits so small that all the blubber would decompose and go back into the sea or get eaten by animals or what have you, using TNT, a lot of TNT, so much that the video of the entire beach splattered with different whale parts had become iconic. You can see it on YouTube. The whale carcass had washed ashore in Florence, 60 miles west of Eugene and the nearest beach town. Authorities decided to get the TNT to blow up the carcass, and the expert, Paul Thornton, was a highway engineer. He made a plan to vaporize the whale. He used more TNT than they used to blast George Washington's face (laughs) on Mount Rushmore. True story. (laughs) So a reporter was sent there. He's standing next to the carcass when... (laughs) Next to the (laughs) (laughs) carcass. Yeah. (laughs) When, boom, whale burger or whale vapor. Paul Linneman was the reporter for KATU. He was nearby. The whole beach, the production crew, the camera was covered with whale splatter. They had to run once the explosion took place. That would hurt, probably. Yeah. Some of those pieces and are pretty hard. Well, the big piano, a size about the size of a coffee table, landed right next to him as he was running. It hit him, knocked him down. He suffered a leg and back injury. The station laid him off pending recovery and never hired him back. And he said, the state was involved in this. My employer was involved in this. I wonder if I have a cause for action. Mm. And so I ask you, Denise Dirk's case.
1: Do you really want to start with me? Why not? You're an Oregonian.
0: No? Okay. Let's start with
1: with her.
3: Because you know why I want to start with her? Because I'm looking something up that's important. Because
0: because then we can piggyback off of her answer. Do you remember that or not? Yeah, I do. It, it, I mean, it was iconic, yeah. and it gets replayed on Portland television all the time. does it mean, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's what. So this the
1: question th- is, did Paul Lineman sue his employer and the state?
0: Correct, because okay. it was the state h- highway engineer that blew it up, because and his, his TV s- station that sent him out to do the story, and didn't rehire him. Yeah. Interesting.
1: You know what? He did. Okay. This is a case he sued him. Um, and he won against the state, but he did not win against his employer.
0: Not against K2. All right. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Penny, what say you? Well, given the fact this happened in Oregon, I am putting my feet up
3: on the table, and I say, those people at KYKN Salem, Oregon, 1430 AM, and those at KCMD Grants Pass, Oregon, Ooh, 99.3 <laughs> Uh, and I believe there's one more, and I've been there to Oregon. Not with to, that
0: we'd ever plug an affiliate. That we, no,
3: <laughs> that we visited them. And I know I'm missing one other one in Oregon. And I Wasn't I in K-M-E-D, it in Medford? K M E D. Is One in Medford. I'm just What is the? Is it K M E D? I am not going to forget you in Medford because I've visited you and you're wonderful people out there but those three look it up one of you guys so we know what uh which one oh there it is uh, 1440 a.m. Medford Oregon KMED you're right,
0: right. we yeah. love
3: them we had a we've had K-Med, a great yeah. great opportunity and i'm i'm saying i'm just just struggling to say anything because i know i'm going to lose but i can't because i'm going to follow denise <laughs> it is a case he wins uh, his employer he may, brings a workers comp uh, but he wins against the state because they blew a lot of blubber everywhere.
5: <laughs> All right.
0: It's a blubber lawsuit. Mr. Kunin, what say you, my friend? Is this a case or is it a no case? <laughs>
4: You know, every time I hear this uh, this scenario, because I've seen that video a ton of times. It's amazing. I've never yeah. seen it. It, it, it reminds me because everybody is sitting there watching it, thinking, "Oh, great, we did this." What could and go wrong? And then chaos ensues as pieces <laughs> of the whale are falling everywhere. And it reminds me of that episode of WKRP in Cincinnati where they're doing the Thanksgiving turkey well, giveaway. I thought turkeys
0: could fly. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
4: pushing out of the helicopter. <laughs> oh, look, a pair. Well, no shoot yet. Oh my gosh, it's turkeys. <laughs> And I stalled long enough. I'll give my answer when we come back.
0: All right, we'll be back. Uh, no, okay. That's, let's that's come how back. you're gonna do it, huh?
4: Eight <laughs> five five Law
3: Radio.
0: You want to call in? All right. Stay tuned. The answer to our case or no case and the exploding whale when we continue here on Radio Law Talk and also streaming on Radiolawtalk.com. We'll be right back. Hold on.
5: that's 800-918-1376. Ever wonder how the
2: credit card companies make their money? Well, think about this. If you owe $25,000 on five different credit cards and you make your minimum payments every month... Here's what it's going to cost you. Are you sitting down? You'll shell out over 13 grand in additional interest and it's going to take over 13 years to pay off your original $25,000 balance. That's how they make money. Now it's your turn to fight back by calling the Debt Solutions Network. We'll work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. We promise we can and will reduce your debt. Call right now for a free 15 minute debt analysis.
5: 866 451 3328. 866 451 3328. 866 451 3328. That's 866 451 Debt.
0: Boys are weird. You're a whiner. This is Radio Law Talk.
3: So we're doing case or no case, and it was Todd's turn. But before he does it, I have to do this. We don't have time to set this up, so I'm just going to play it on my mic. I'm going to pull my mic back. Hopefully, it. I'm watching the original 1970 uh, news program. And, okay, now this is post blow up. The thing blows up, and they're talking like everything's great. And all of a sudden, this blubber starts landing all around them. And these guys are far away. And I want you to hear <laughs> what this reporter starts saying after the explosion. Okay, now here we go. Here we go.
4: Here we
0: go. Oh. Stand by for technical adjustment. Oh, hold on.
3: Here
4: Turn we go. your phone <laughs> up there. Hold on, turn it up. Hold on, this is important. <laughs> no,
3: do the Jeopardy one. <laughs> by the way, Rip, Alex Trebek. The late and great okay, Alex Trebek. Okay, all right, here we go.
0: Can you hear that? Over Turn it up, place, Cal. While others were falling at our feet. The dunes were rapidly evacuated as spectators escaped both the falling debris and the overwhelming smell. A park <laughs> fell over a quarter of a mile per- Keep it up. Turn it up. One now. large chunk. Yeah. The passenger compartment literally smashed. Fortunately, no human was hit as badly as the car. However, everyone on the scene was covered with small particles of dead whale.
5: <laughs> as for the success of the effort,
0: well, the seagulls who were supposed to clean things up were nowhere in sight. Either scared away by the explosion or kept away by the smell. That didn't really matter. The remaining chunks were of such a size that no respectable seagull would attempt to tackle anyway. As darkness began to set in, the highway crew were back on the beach burying the remains,
3: including a large piece of the carcass which never left the blast site. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. But right. just... Just so funny to hear that. Oh.
1: To you know that Todd to hasn't Todd. answered yet. Right? Okay,
3: I know he hasn't, but yeah. I was just saying we have to hear what the news reporter was saying in 1970. The blubber flying everywhere. No, no. What does he say? No reasonable seagull would.
0: And he said that immediately <laughs> as the explosion, they began to began a run for survival because right. it was yes. a you know difficult situation. All right, Todd. Him. Sorry.
4: Now, now, now. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is Denise, where, this blubber, This is where my. This is where my honor, my sense of honor All right. comes no, in. No. Good, good. He has no and, sense of honor, by because, the way. because I did hear in the news clip that he just played that uh, no human was hurt as badly as the vehicle. And so and so with that, I, I would tend to think that no case and, and whatever. But I'm going to go with what my original response was. This is also before Denise might have given me some information. My original response was... It is a case, but he does not recover. And I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Original case, but he does not recover. Well, so
1: we're all going to lose and Cal's going to get I think two.
4: that's fair enough. Well unless, <laughs> well, unless there's a case.
0: How many of you say this is a case? That would be all three of you. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. Mm, I'm so <laughs> sad for this. <laughs> oh, man, he got us again.
3: Tank cow.
0: They actually moved him behind a berm around the back of the beach. There, there. He said there was stuff flying all over the place, and the coffee table size was not a figment of my rather vivid imagination. He said one landed right next to them about coffee table size, but he said the only thing we were struck with was really stinky splatter. So yeah. we got back to the newsroom and everybody's going, ew, ew. And, and this. And rep- the
1: smell lasted. Was he for actually days? fired?
0: No, no, no. This reporter, who, by the way, had a long career at KATU. Did on you the know an- him or not? No, I, I I, I, I've, I've talked to him once before. On the right. anniversary of this. They bring him back in. They bring him out to tell us about this, and he tells the stinky story. Oh, my gosh. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is... The best part... Go ahead. Case or no
3: case. The best part about it, Cal, is to listen to it, watch the YouTube, you hear this boom, and all of a sudden, oh, this is...
0: It sounds like raindrops. <laughs> <laughs>
3: just splatting everywhere, man. I was like, oh, man.
0: Now, next hour on Case or No Case, the curious matter of Galloping Gertie and the absconded insurance premium. That's coming up next hour right <gasps> oh, here. Oh, another zero point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. we well, a you got I don't know. I just...
3: No,
1: Cal's got two. He's in the game. Booyah.
4: Booyah. <laughs> You know, you know, Fred, you 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 were you were naming off radio stations in yes, Oregon. Yes.
3: Yes. Did we miss
4: and, one? And well, you had referenced the one down in Medford. Oh Oregon. yes. Okay. K M E D. K M E D. And folks, Medford, Oregon has a place <clears throat> in my heart because, as as you may know, uh, we've talked about this. I do radio play-by-play for uh, Woodbat Baseball League, co- college baseball, and uh, right. minor league baseball during the season give, give us give us a give us, and, give uh, us a, 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 but, uh, well it's it's just roll something out not, it's pretend a, oh, yeah three balls two strikes the count to Williamson at the plate a beach ball flies on the field and the batter steps out of the batter's box to adjust his batting gloves. The umpire calls time. and You know, that's the way, you know.
1: But, you know uh, that I grew up in Medford. Did you really? Yes, yes. I was born in Eugene and grew up People in like, Oregon. People are like, Dear, city. can you
4: turn the radio off? So, so the, only reason,
1: the <laughs> only reason why I mentioned yes,
4: this is to give it. a shout out. Well, I would have until you guys wanted me to do all this. Oh. Uh, is to give a <laughs> shout out to uh, the Medford Rogues. Okay. Their, their wood bat baseball Team up there. Great organization. They're like a triple great a, a, right? Or something. No, it's a, it's a. a, it's a wood bat Baseball, uh, Collegiate Baseball League. Okay. And uh, they were in our league when I first started doing it. They switched leagues to the same one that our team switched to. Great folks up there. Great ball club. Uh, They really love their baseball, and they do it right right up there. Well, well, welcome, welcome.
3: We're going to speak up. We're talking about the Astros. Yes, yes. So the Astros won the World Series. I thought it was 2017. Let's see who's correct. It was 2017. Yeah. Yes. 2017 World Series. And there's allegations way back that that supposedly they were – they were cooking, uh, looking at some of the pitches. They had a center field camera that somehow was was uh, seeing the signs from the catcher and Oh they, they were
0: cheating,
4: there's no and, doubt about that.
3: Okay, I don't know and then and then they were shooting them over to the bullpen or whatever.
4: So so what happened was they win it in seventeen, I think they beat the Dodgers. Right. Which was sort of sweet because they used to be in the same division before the Astros went from the National League to the American It's League. actually okay that they beat the Dodgers. But they, so. yeah, I know. I'm not crying about that. Exactly. But um so they win it in 17. Right. But uh, no, it's one minute. That's what's the. Todd's looking at my phone. Is your phone yeah, ringing? No. They, they win it in 17, but the scandal did not come to light until the end of the 2018 season. Right. And, right. And Banging and on the garbage can for a curveball. That's right. 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 And and that's when the Dodgers from 17 were like, "You were doing that when you beat us in the World Series." And all you know what broke loose. Well, after here's that. the deal. Oh, whale there's bummer. a lot. Yes.
3: Yeah. There's a lot of fallout from it, and we're going to talk about the latest lawsuit fallout mm-hmm. and what is going on with this cheating scandal when we come back. Cal, take us out. Give him the phone number to call us.
0: Uh, Denise has the phone number. It's uh.
1: It's five. Uh, sorry, eight five 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 two nine seven two three four.
0: Operators are standing by, so you don't forget, call before midnight tonight. There's more Radio Law Talk (laughs) (laughs) coming right up here in just a minute. Don't go away. (laughs) All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of a concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call. 916-259-4043. 916-259-4043. Concussion Medical Clinic.
2: Ever wonder how the credit card companies make their money? Well, think about this. If you owe $25,000 on five different credit cards and you make your minimum payments every month, here's what it's gonna cost you are you sitting down you'll shell out over 13 grand in additional interest and it's gonna take over 13 years to pay off your original twenty five thousand dollar balance that's how they make money now it's your turn to fight back by calling the debt solutions network we'll work on your behalf to reduce your debt we specialize in credit cards retail store cards and medical bills we promise we can and will reduce your debt. Call right now for a free 15 minute debt analysis.
5: 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. That's 866-451-DEBT.
1: This is Denise Sturks. Radio
3: Lotta. I like that show. Stop whining.
0: You're listening to RadiolawTalk.com. and now back to your host Frederick Penny.
4: Well,
1: Frederick you've Penny,
4: got where is he? Where it's it? You've heard of Where's Waldo? Well, we're playing Where's Fred? He he should be here just a second, Denise. We were uh we were talking Where's about Fred? baseball. Right. We were talking we about baseball were. and various things when we were going into the uh, when we were going into the break here and, and we were talking about what was happening with the Astros and their scandal that they had about how the the camera out in center field was being played in the clubhouse and then and then what would happen was and you can hear this you can see YouTube videos and hear this happening where a a, uh, a guy would be at the plate right so batter is at the plate and you know, you've got the center field camera that they show on tv right and you'd see the you'd see the uh, the catcher hold down two fingers that's supposed to be a curveball hold down two fingers curveball and then you would hear an audible Two thumps, and it was somebody in the Astros dugout that was hitting the plastic uh, Gatorade can or whatever, but loud oh, The enough. garbage can. I think it was the, the garbage, garbage can, can, wasn't it? Yeah. So that the batter, if I heard two, now I know that a curveball's coming. And with really good batters, with really good batters, if you give them a heads up as to what's coming, they know whether to lay off of it. I mean, a lot of folks, they, they don't want to even swing at a curveball, so they'll just wait for the fastball to come. Um, and and no pitcher that they were facing, in my opinion, was like one of my favorite pitchers, Randy Johnson. I don't know if you've ever seen Randy Johnson pitch, <laughs> oh, but let yeah. me tell you, six foot eleven, and he, you know, six foot eleven. There was the uh, the very famous um, was it John Kruk, uh batting against him in the All Star game. And the first pitch that Johnson threw was, like, behind him, and after that, Krug was like, I'm out of here. I, I cannot face this guy. Yeah, too but, much. But yeah. Randy Johnson could look at you when you were up to bat, and he could tell you what's coming. I'm going to throw the slider, and you would not be able to hit it.
0: And Don Drysdale was the same yes. way. But Don Drysdale was the same way because if you dug in against him, he would throw it at your head. Yep, <laughs> yep. You
1: yep. want to play some crickets for me? Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, Come uh, on, he's 6'10, <laughs> not 6'11. Oh, sorry. Sir. Well, you know, it's uh, know, it's, it's like 6'11 with the ball cap on. There we go. Yeah. Okay,
3: well, what's so with Astros?
4: But uh, so anyway, so I was just giving him a
3: yeah, a
4: background as to what was there so you got the Houston Astros and and so look, a lot of people in the Astros organization uh, lost their jobs, got suspended, things happened. The manager, AJ Hinch, was uh was suspended for a year. Now, it turned out that his Suspension. The year that he was suspended was 2020, and we only had half a baseball season. Right. Um. So, so he loses his job. Um. Alex Cora. Now, this is interesting. Cora was on the Astros when they won the World Series in 2017. He then retired and went to the Red Sox as their manager in 2018. When the you know what hit the fan on all of this in late twenty eighteen and found out they had been cheating the year before and all that, the Red Sox fired Alex Cora as their manager for the twenty twenty season. Okay, so he lost his job. Is that like, great? Doesn't matter, it's COVID. Yeah. <laughs> now now admittedly they had lost their jobs before the COVID cancellations came right, about, but still, right. you know, they're they're out. Um other folks whose necks were on the chopping block was the general manager, Jeff Lunau, for the uh, for the Houston Astros. Now, he's the one that has filed the wrongful termination lawsuit, as well as alleging, I think, collusion on the part of Major League Baseball, saying that there was some backroom deal. Alleging that there was some backroom deal. Look, like, you fire this guy, this guy, and then we'll let you keep your job. We won't make you divest the team or do whatever.
3: And the ringleader was Tom Koch we- Weezer, that he said, not yes, him. Yes,
4: not him. And, and he's saying, look, folks. I didn't know anything about this. Now, there's some email that he cc'd on where the uh, the subject line of the email, oh, what was the name of yeah, the subject line? Remember. It was something about dirty
0: rotten cheaters.
4: Oh, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> it was called uh, in-game yeah. electronic stealing or something like that. And, yeah. and, and he said, uh, you know, he was cc'd on that, and they're saying, well, see, because you got that email, you should have known. But he said, look, I didn't know about it, and this is his real beef, okay? And I get where he's coming from because he's still unemployed. Those two guys that I talked about that were managers that lost their job, uh, Alex Cora sat out the 2020 season. Red Sox had a different manager. They just hired Alex Cora to be their manager again. again. So he's back with the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. And A.J. Hinch, I think he just hooked up with the Detroit Tigers to yep. be their manager. And uh, so these guys are all getting their jobs back, but this guy's still out. Yeah, $22 it, And million he dollars. says
1: he's he was innocent of it. Yeah. He was the one that didn't know. So they had worked that back deal, and the result was he got fired, and the team got to stay together. So a $22 million deal. Now, now look,
4: this isn't in this article, and I don't know if you guys know about this, but Major, well, Major League Baseball. This just, is Fox News. When you mention yes. an article, we need to mention Fox Yes, it's Fox News article. But Major League Baseball just made history, I believe, yesterday when it comes to general managers. The Miami Marlins yesterday yes. hired the first Female manager yes. in the history of Major League Baseball. General manager. General manager. General manager. General manager. Wow, general manager that's kind of neat. In Major League Baseball. So, so the uh, you know the general manager is the one that negotiates and brings in the talent, works with the manager to do this. I mean, they're the they're the they control the purse strings uh, purse strings that to pay to do everything. Personnel springs, salary cap. Yes, all that, yeah. and uh, and and look, you Theo Epstein, for example, with the Chicago Cubs, he was the one that brought a championship to the Red Sox, who hadn't won one since the early 1900s. And you get a person with a really good eye for talent in there, and and they can make or break a team. And the Miami Marlins hired the first female GM.
3: Well, let's push back to Astros really quick. That's cool. And I'm not, not downplaying that, but the Astro thing, what's interesting about that is he's claiming he lost $22 million ...from this and 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 hasn't been like you said hired again
0: that's right and
3: and this lost law, these lawsuits is what from 2017 he's just now suing I'm wondering why it's just kind of popping up now um did we figure out breach why? of
1: contract yeah but I know it's a four
3: year you got breach of right. contract you got four years you got but, four years well, and
1: he's did it in three but he has also the terminate wrongful termination right portion of it which is not I'm um, just curious
3: why now and I' did, and we didn't bring that up and I, we don't know the answer but why well, I think now? it's
1: because he discovered that this backside deal had happened, yeah. and gotcha. then these other two people who were actually the gotcha. the culprits, the other three people that were actually the culprits fine. are doing fine, and he's not. Yeah, gotcha. and he's the only one that got fired that was innocent, is and what he's, he's finding out about
3: this back back.
1: You
4: know, well, yeah. maybe his lawyer was busy. I mean, who yeah, you knows, right? one, one of the yeah. difficult one of the difficult things I, I think for um for somebody that's in his specific position with his claim that I was a GM, I got fired, and I haven't been able to find another GM job. I haven't been able to be reemployed. Well, there are only 30 teams in major league baseball right and it's not like each team hires a new gm at the end of every season at the end of every season there may be a handful of gm openings like three four five so it's not like it's not like the jobs are plentiful it's not like me if i work for a law firm and got fired and and argued wrongful termination and, and, and let's say the law firm had 100 employees 100 attorneys or there's a plethora of these jobs you're in a pretty competitive market to be yeah but with.
1: if he was the fall guy in yes. this then he's Probably not going to be hired. Yeah. and yeah. I think he's got a good point. If he can show and prove right. that he was not involved in the scandal, and uh, that uh, that blacklisted him basically, and,
4: yeah. and that's why he brings in Major League Baseball. Because if it was just oh. against the Astros, he'd have a harder time with the I mean, being blackball, blacklisted complaint. But if he brings in Major League Baseball and the Commissioner's Office, who is a commissioner for all thirty teams? Then it gets to be a bit of a uh, maybe he's trying to prove that sort of collusion.
1: That's right because yeah. it the the um, the baseball uh, as a the group as a whole was part of the deal. Yes, right. th- that's mm-hmm. that's right. Major that's League right. Baseball yeah. it wasn't just the Astros. Correct.
3: Uh, former San Francisco yeah. Giants player Mac, uh, Mac Mac Williams and yeah. Sue's over a, a bullpen he I, I didn't hear about this until i studied this he actually was a up-and-coming star uh was bat doing very well he was he had, it was early in the season he had hit he had a number of home runs and there's only three maybe four um at the time ballparks that still had the bullpens i'm going to say or warm-up pin outside of the 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 walls where you can run and trip over the the baseball
4: mound. Yeah, right? mo- most most ballparks, the place where the pitchers warm up is behind the f- outfield fence. Usually, right a yeah. uh, left field. Yeah, and, and you know it, that, for example, that's why they call it the bullpen. Do you know why? Mm-mm. Because back in the day, the Bull Durham Company always bought the advertising in front of the portion of fence. Where the pitchers warmed up. So everybody was always coming out through the part of the fence where the Bull Durham Company right. was. That's why they called it the bullpen. And then That's they thought it was because of a bunch of horses. But got a couple of things about Mac Williamson just to mention here. It's made some difficulties I think he's going to have with his lawsuit. We'll talk about that when we come back.
3: Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We've got uh, Ghost Ship Fire. That lawsuit coming up too. We're going to discuss that when we come back. Don't forget, 855 Law Radio if you want to call in. 855 529 7234.
0: And don't forget, there's more Radio Law Talk coming up. As Fred just told you in the toss there, don't go away. There's much more coming up here on your radio station or where we stream on radiolawtalk.com. Stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk
5: When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you wanna be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics, chemistry?
3: Mom. Oh, stop it.
0: Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show.
3: So we're always up to date here at Radio Law Talk, and we introduce things that are uh, popping up. I remember this happened late last night, and, uh, and again this morning, and I, I, I want to reiterate this. Again, this is California. Those of you who say, who cares? This may be something that's going to start. No doubt this is going to be appealed. But this may be starting in other counties or states. So Governor Newsom is you know, talking about COVID and, and you know what he does. There's been issues, and some people are going to argue one way or the other that, that he's, he's, he's uh, kind of gone too far. And, and there's been arguments by many on the right, and again, we're trying to stay politically neutral, that say, look, you punish those who don't listen to you, Governor. And so that's what the argument is in the Sutter County or Yuba County area, and uh, in Yuba County, and a California state superior court just finalized a ruling last night that basically told Gavin Newsom that he abused his authority in changing state law in violation of the California Constitution during the COVID-19 pandemic. So the judge, it's a it's a woman, Sarah Heckman's. She's out of Sutter County. Yeah, Sutter County. Yeah. yeah, Sutter County. Believe it, or not, Sutter Yuba County City. is Yuba City. Yes, uh, you're right. Yes, <laughs> let me tell you, it's California. It's bizarre. Yuba <laughs> City is Sutter County, and there's a place called Sutter. They're all it's all mixed up. And, and
1: Placerville is El Dorado County. Yeah, it's <laughs> all these weirds.
3: And then what? What Marysville is. Marysville is Yuba. Yuba County, even though there's Yuba and City. And it's right next yes. to Yuba City. Yeah, they're, it's they're yeah. bizarre. Cities, yeah. Anyway, yeah. But anyway, yeah. up in that neck of the woods, and she her basically ruling tells governor that you cannot make decisions about the state law moving forward with this COVID-19 without going through, you know, the proper authority through the state, the assembly, or whatever.
0: She said, basically, if you want to change state code, use the legislature. You may not add to Augment, deduct, or change actual state law—you just don't have the authority.
3: And and his argument is going to be—it was emergency. It's emergency. So that's his argument: it's emergency. Right. But here's what's interesting—is yeah. the state, on behalf of the governor, said, "Okay, we got your ruling. Give us time. To you know, obviously they're going to appeal this." And she said, "Nope." Immediately, is it? It's it's.
1: And she put into a fit, um, into place an in injunction, right? Saying you may not do this, governor. Yeah. Well, uh, and so this is going to be interesting. So to it's going to be a power struggle. It's kind of fun. Yeah, this close, is fun to watch. To now now yeah.
4: here is so so there have been a lot of actions that the governor has undertaken, and a lot of actions that governors in several states have, and where they do something that sort of suspends or pauses the laws of the land, the laws in that state. And remember, the laws are passed by the legislature, signed by the governor, and they go, and there's a whole process for rulemaking. Now, the interesting thing here is in this specific case, the executive order that was challenged, that the court ruled against, was Executive Order N-67-20, and what it was 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 amendments to California's election code that changed how ballots are distributed and who can vote and where and by what means. And so one of the things about... Because it was uh, COVID. Cause cause it was it was and, and, of
1: course, voting is elections by themselves are under the um, state the state... Under, legislature. The legislature, under, by under the, constitution, the legislature, right. by the yes,
4: Constitution. So, right. so this order went into effect, was passed, or was was issued by Governor Newsom March 4th, 2020, and it specifically says on November 3rd, 2020, these are the laws that are going to be in place as of that. Now, this lawsuit was brought. One of the reasons I think that it may be an issue about why why appeal it is with regard to this specific elections code thing. The elections already happened. So to a certain extent, there may, it may be moot about whether or not um, there's any remedy that can happen because the election's already occurred. However, it may work in the future, depending And this is why they're going to feel it – to see if a governor can do that in an upcoming election or if these – orders that were instituted would they become permanent or what so everything's got to go back to the way it was before this order but not much remedy for the election that just happened not that for purposes of the president electing no but not, the interesting not, not thing that it would have really no. mattered much with regard to that election because uh, the, the, the last republican to win california was reagan in 84
0: so right but the, the fascinating thing about this was this was filed by two members of the assembly who said governor There are separate but equal branches of the government, so we're going to make sure that we maintain our proper role in lawmaking. One of them is named James Gallagher. I've known him and met him several times. He was rather adamant about this. He said, you know, Kelly said, the governor cannot do this. He's going out and making these changes that change state law. And unless unless you can establish by virtue of, of the emergency that what you're doing is directly tied to the emergency, you can't do this. And so he was very, very. And that
1: was for the um, mass um, mailing of mail-in ballots, right? right? Exactly to yes. everybody, every and, voter. And, and quite
4: frankly, I, I, to his point, this order was issued March fourth, 2020. Now, admittedly. What we knew about COVID as of March 4th was relatively new. We didn't even—I mean, prior to no, prior to 2020, to fact, we didn't even remember. know about COVID-19. So, right. Right. so we're talking maybe two and a half months of information when this is issued. And I understand crediting Governor Newsom for trying to be protective. I understand that, but I—I I, I wonder if, to Gallagher's point, look, this came out March 4th. Surely there was time for us to maybe address this through emergency legislation in this legislature between March 4th and, say, April 4th. It would still have given enough time to get ballots out there and to do things.
1: Yeah, for the June election. This yeah, for, is for, for the June election, you know, right?
4: Why, why, no, it was for the November election in the, in the order that says, whereas on November 3rd, 2020, this is going to be what happens. So to Gallagher's point, look, you did this, but there was still time for the legislature to act. You just bypassed us. And I and I get that. That's protecting the uh, separation of powers. Yeah, that's good. So
1: my point so is... So did the legislature act?
4: I don't I don't think that they There's acted. There's no need
0: to. They said, we we're we've yeah. it's already in place. What are we going to do, right? Right. But, of course, remember, they're both from the same political party, so they were clearly in support of the governor's action from a political perspective. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. What's
3: interesting, though, is we bring this up because this may affect... You and in your state in Tennessee or whatever, what are the governors? What's going to happen there? Maybe someone's going to say, "Governor, you can't do this for the same reasons they're arguing Gavin Newsom." Now, this is a superior court, a superior court in California. Just so know is the lower court, so it can still go to the appellate court and the supreme court still.
4: Yes, and and look for those of you that are looking on an election map and see that California almost always goes, um, almost always votes Democrat. Uh, let. Try to find a map of California that breaks it down by county, right. because I think you'll find that the ones that vote blue by county are more towards the coast, the highly Big populous areas. Yeah. Sutter County, the, where this one came from, is a historically conservative, they vote red um, most of the time. Yeah, and that's where they're this part county, of what's yeah. called
1: the state of Jefferson, yeah. which the state of Jefferson goes um, into southern Oregon and then northern California well, and it's even, not a state yet they're trying to well, get. Well, no, it. yeah. but it's a state of mind. Yeah. State let's of mind. Yeah. put it that way.
0: Yeah. A, a state of rebellion, so to speak, against yes. uh, what is seen as a lack of representation
4: is really right, what that's right. all yeah. about. So. Well, let's yeah. move on to where ba- We were talking we, about baseball. Let's we, finish we, we up We were talking baseball. about this Mac Williams. And so, right. so uh, quick rundown. He was starting to really put it all together in, what, 2017, 2018? Well, he, yeah, and, he, and, he and, hit, just hit a couple home runs, yeah. uh, you know, so, third home run season. I'm familiar with Mac Williams. He's one of those players that was, he'd tear it up and triple. And then he'd get promoted to the big ball club and wouldn't do anything. But this year, he was on the opening day roster. Everything was going great in April for him. He's tracking down a fly ball. April 24th. Trips over the bullpen mound, because it's a field bullpen, slams his head into the wall, suffers a concussion. And his lawsuit essentially is, I never made it back from that. My numbers didn't come back, and I think you could argue whether or not the numbers would have ever been there. He's having a good year here, but historically he was up and down. But the real strength to his argument, in my opinion, is not this ruined my ball-playing career, because I don't know if he would have made it in the big league or not. It is I still suffer from the effects of this concussion. I wake up every morning, i got headaches, I'm in a fog. That, I think, is the stronger claim. But the interesting thing about the timing of this claim is this. Before the 2020 season, And again, this is a couple years after this incident. The San Francisco Giants altered the dimensions of their ballpark. And they took the bullpen mounds and they put them behind the fence. They don't have field bullpens anymore. And after they did that remedial work... The lawsuit was filed. Well, you can talk
1: to the and, personal injury lawyer yes, myself. Yes, yes. yes, and Williamson also claimed that Peter uh, McGowan, um, who was you know, the, one of the deciders of that bullpen design, um, apologized to him after this occurred. Well, I want to talk more from my Please perspective. Do. Please i got a lot
3: to talk about this when we come back on hour number two or hour number three. So uh, 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to call in or tweet us at Radio Law Talk.
1: As
0: Fred said, this hour of the program is ending. We have one more hour to go. We hope you'll stay with us. And if your favorite radio station's not carrying all three hours, call them up and ask them why not, or just tune in to Radiolatalk.com. Thanks. We'll continue with the show in just a bit. Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for
3: example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in
0: animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org.